0: Where do they go. And ladies and gentlemen, that is how we welcome you to this episode of the Toogie's Take podcast. We are back again. It is myself and Mr. Endo Mills on this very uh, interesting Friday, June 24th. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Of course, uh, first and foremost, I wanted to uh, mention this. Of course, Sin is not here. The man is still in Finland. As we speak, if you wanted to hear of some of the uh, escapades that went down when I was over there as well, I put out an audio-only version of the podcast that should be out on every uh, audio feed. So I pretty much spent an hour kind of talking about really everything that happened. So, yeah, there is a question that we'll have in our viewer question segment in regards to Finland, but for the most part, any talk about that will be reserved for that particular mini podcast uh, wanted to mention a couple other things too before we kind of get into being like hey endo you have internet and that's lovely um you know i mentioned today kind of being a, a strange day um yeah america fucking sucks is the best way yeah. to kind of kick off this particular podcast um there's really no way to avoid it and i'll, I'll say the same thing i always say in regards to topics like this Um, there's a lot of people out there who are trying to go with the whataboutism, throwing around terms, fucking white knight, and all that bullshit, the virtue signaling stuff. Uh, A friendly reminder to anybody listening to this, because I imagine you'd be like-minded along with us here. Uh, There is nothing wrong with being an ally for people who are requesting allies in a a certain fight, a certain situation. And uh, what's happening in the U.S. is incredibly fucked, especially... After getting to spend about a week in Finland and seeing, uh, you know, in a lot of ways how that country operates. It is incredible how uh, ass backwards my home nation is in a lot of regards and continues to further tumble down that hill. Um, You know, it kind of goes along with the idea of... You know, it's it's a really weird situation to be in because Endo, you just saw me post this on Twitter half an hour ago. Um, right tomorrow, Saturday, the twenty fifth, three PM Eastern. I have a charity stream working again with Soft Giving. We are raising money for the Trans Empowerment Project in honor of Pride Month, and this was already a, a rather important thing to me in the first place. And then you are talking about a group of people who can also and will also be heavily affected by the Supreme Court's decision today. So it feels that much more important. Um, At the end of the day, we're a hockey podcast. We're going to shoot the shit and answer dumb viewer questions and stuff like that, like we always do. But uh, the reminder, of course, is always that there are way more important things going on. Uh, But. You know, at the very least, if we can be kind of the 45 minutes of of comic relief to just take a little bit of the stress off of the what the fuck is going on with the world type of anxiety, uh, then, hey, we're uh, we're happy that we can do that. So, again, the (laughs) the United States is fucked. Finland podcast charity stream tomorrow. I think I covered all of it. It's our first podcast in over a week. Because Sin and I went to Finland, and before right. we left, Mister Endo Mills uh, got in one hell. That's the YouTube boxing fight I want to see: Endo Mills against Rogers <laughs> in a battle against for Ted for-
1: Rogers himself. Oh Dan my God!
0: Rogers.
1: You have no idea. Can we talk about that just a little bit? Like on all the whole yeah, escapades and all let, that. Let the
0: people know how you're doing. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been in okay. So,
1: so uh, I've had internet back for the past week. Um, and it's also kind of uh, mess with the upload schedule for Tuggy's channel because, uh, we were supposed to, uh, supposed to get access to edit stuff and put stuff on the videos and put stuff on the YouTube. That never happened. So that's why this week's episode was a double feature, I think, I want to call it. Like, 40 minutes of just Legacy Edition. Because, mm. God, that was so hard to cut, honestly. Uh, but back to the internet thing. So, uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll keep it really, really short. Uh, I'll try to, at least. So, what ended up happening is I was getting charged for the past 10 months for a box uh, for an internet line that was no longer active. So, within from September 2021 to June 2022, there was zero bytes of data used within a 10 month span. And not a single time did they think to call me and say, Hey, this line hasn't been used in 10 months. Why is, do, do you still want the account? <laughs> Like you, like if you're an ISP, you're looking at this guy's account. Like he owes you guys money, but you know he, he hasn't used this account for a while. So what ended up happening is when I got my internet changed over last year, they put a new line and didn't t- count it as a changeover. So that whole line was active for a whole year, basically, and they wouldn't do anything on it whatsoever until they found out where the where the, the router was in the warehouse. So, for a good week, they're like, oh, we can't do anything because you know where the router is. I'm like, why does it care? I'm fine with paying the fee for the router, but you should be crediting me for my internet service that hasn't even been used. So, the total amount, I'll, I'll disclose it, it was $1,800. $1,800 <laughs> over a 10 year span. I'm going to be honest with you, I did miss some payments on my actual bill because times are hard. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, sh- it shouldn't be 1800 for what, four months of missed payments? Yeah,
0: it was fixed. I mean, unless, found you have, uh, unless you have the greatest internet on Earth.
1: I Which. do. I, I, have, I run literally one gigabit download and like, like I think it was running like a 100 gigabyte upload. I could run a sixes LAN in my house. Like, <laughs> I'm not even joking when I say that. I could legit run a sixes LAN in my house. But I'm back now. Uh Rogers has terrible customer service and we found out on the last day when I was getting my services renewed, they're like, oh, we can get your service up and running in like 24 hours after being told it will take like a week. And then they're like, oh, there's some special offers in your account. I wonder why. I, I wonder why you're giving me like some sugar coating my like my balls here. You're, you're preserving my crop uh, a little bit here. And, you know, that that's it's lovely.
0: Well, with the mention of crop, now's a good time, as always, to mention that this podcast is brought to you by our friends at manscaped.com. You can use the code to get at checkout for 20% off your order and free worldwide shipping. Endo, a variety of products yes. head to toe. They got you covered, got you looking your best for this for this fucking hot boy summer. It's what we're about Oh, here. my
1: God. <laughs> you have no idea. So, Paulina actually bought the... Um, the she likes the products, too, because she's she's like, this is great. Like, who cares if you're like, like, it's like, oh, it's manscaped. Like they should just add like, whoa, whoa, manscaped have like a special like international day of the girl thing and just something like that. And it, it's unreal because she got me the crop preserver, ball deodorant, anti chafing. No chafe. No problem. It, it smells great. When I sit in the office over here, I don't st- stink up myself when I go to bed. <laughs> I don't stink up the bedroom. It's great. My nuts, my balls have thanked me. I love this product. It's great.
0: And if you also want team. your nuts to smell pristine, manscaped.com. Yeah. <laughs> Go it, check out. See, I told you, like, it's the problem with the show like this? Is there's so much serious shit going on? And then we cut immediately into, yeah, this podcast is brought to you by a company called Manscaped. <laughs> We're lovely. He's like, yeah, people are... <laughs> But People still. are still,
1: like, losing their rights. Hey, you want to clean your balls? Right. Like, it's, it's, it's never like a one in the other. It's always just like, bam, yeah. right at you.
0: Oh, Coming down. Well, Ball broke. Again, it was obviously the thing that was very much on, uh, on everyone's mind today. How could, it, how could it not be? But again, I think we kind of set our exactly. piece on that. Uh, f- although, you know, I do have one more thing to add. Fuck Kane. Glenn Jacobs, the man who portrayed Kane on WWE television, was my favorite wrestler growing up. Get fucked. (laughs) I don't know if I can make the podcast title Get Fucked Kane or Fuck You, Glenn, but I'm going to (laughs) try.
1: Fuck you, Glenn.
0: (laughs) What kind of name is Glenn Glenn? with two N's, by the way? Jesus. Two N's? Two N's. Jesus, Glenn not one brain cell between them anyway as always we'll go over to some viewer questions here as we always do again the link is to the discord whether you're watching in video form or audio form to jump over and ask us some questions like these lovely people did we'll start off with hawks and i mentioned as always or i mentioned at the start of this that uh you know there was one finish related question How was your trip to Finland or has your trip to Finland opened up opportunities to travel to other places around the world? If so, what are your top five places you want to visit alone or with girlfriend 24? So I, um, the, the main story aside, like the main negative story of the Finland trip that I go over in the podcast episode is the fact that Chicago O'Hare airport owes me about $75 and a couple hours worth of my time. I am hoping to avoid that airport for a while. And as a result, I will, likely in a sense avoid uh, international travel for a little bit um, eight nine hour flight to get over to Finland's a, a bit much obviously you know like the UK is, uh, is on the agenda. I've mentioned it before you know I'm a fan of fan of Liverpool. I, I followed the Premier League for 12 or so years now want to get over to a game at some point that's on the agenda in the future. Um, need to get over to the likes of Italy at some point, Japan as well. Like those are those are kind of the big three right now. But it it's gonna be it's gonna be a while. (laughs) But yeah, endo for you, I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. World traveler endo Mills, where would you go if you could? Um, I would
1: love to obviously I want to go see Russia because of eyes that I have with um the Kremlin. No, um just Russia in general with the uh, police side of the family. I would love to go just travel all of Canada. I, I I know I it's like a homer kind of thing to say about being Canadian and wanting to travel Canada, but there's a lot of things in Canada that you like you, you don't really ex- like you don't really think of when you live in a concrete jungle like Toronto. Hmm. I think it's a good thing to see other things as well. So if I I'd want to travel Canada because I've been to BC, I've been to where the hell have I been? I've been to Alberta, I've been to here, I've been to uh, North Bay. Uh, so you know, like Easter, eastern, eastern Canada, Canada
0: is what you're saying, yeah. which is next on my travel list too. To be honest, is is the idea of exploring the uh, the Maritimes, so to speak. It's not all that difficult for me to to get to New Brunswick at this stage and kind of poke around. I'd love to be able to catch uh, uh, Moosehead's game down in Halifax. This winter, Ooh. that would be cool as hell. So,
1: that'd be sick. Like, you are relatively close. I mean, like, Maine yeah. is not that far away. You can swim over and then get stopped <laughs> by the Canadian mounties it's true. on boats, not really mounted <laughs> on bed, horses
0: but just... on boats. <laughs> <laughs> I just always imagine mounties on horseback. The motherfuckers I are water too, skiing like... on horseback to stop me from swimming over the, to Canada. <laughs> A horse
1: has water skis. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: just going God through
0: damn. oh boy next <laughs> question comes from money man. There, there's a good visual to cheer everybody up today next question comes from money man how does it feel to chew five gum did you ever have five gum like was Dude, that-
1: five gum was a fucking travesty it's like oh so much flavor for like fucking two minutes and it's just right. Just like, I hard. always
0: thought it was super. Like I know it was a Wrigley product, but I always thought it was mm-hmm. super similar to. You remember the stripes, like that really cheap gum with like a fucking zebra on it or something that promoted Stripe? different flavors. No, it was. I, I think it was literally called Stripes. Let me. Yeah, if you look up Stripes gum, it autofills. It was called Fruit Stripes. Had a fucking zebra on it, and this shit, this the cheap. flavor Yo, would what last. Is, what? For no more than five seconds. And that's kind of what five gum reminded me
1: of. Yo, he's balling. He's got a soccer ball and everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so five gum, not my not my preferred choice. I kind of bounce between different gums. Uh, Went with orbit on the uh, the flight over, you know, you got to stop the ear popping and everything. So,
1: oh, my God, you have no idea. Yipes! Stripes. What if? What? What kind of tagline is that?
0: If they yipes isn't your dumb tagline, like, like, come on. Like, I'd rather get an apple for Halloween than stripes gum. It's a I got rocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready to get to the two weird questions to really get this podcast back on track and get us back into the rhythm oh. of uh of doing this?
1: Let me see who wrote it. Oh, it's it's piney and dust. Okay, go oh, ahead, oh, yeah. go for
0: it. From RG Dust, would you rather eat the best-tasting food in your life but suffer from one day of the worst diarrhea or eat the worst-tasting food but take the, essentially take the most satisfying shit of your life?
1: Um, so I had COVID shits, and that was probably <laughs> the worst ever. That was the worst. Because it's like you're, you're super out of, like, you're like out of strength, you have nothing going on. Like mm. you just like I I am here I'm present, and that was the worst ever. But the best tasting food, uh, they always say if it tastes good coming out, going in, it'll taste good going out. Cause oh boy,
0: is that? What I, they I, say? Think I, I
1: think I <laughs> think what is that? What they say? If it tastes good going in, it'll taste better going out. Yeah, that's yeah. oh, it's spicy food. Sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: So I like spicy food, so it so it kind of fits between the two.
0: I talked about this on the Finnish podcast. I indulged in a Finnish delicacy that I was told I had to try at least once, known as Hesburger, which is the Finnish McDonald's, essentially. And uh, I was not able to to escape Finland without diarrhea. Um, so given those circumstances, I will take the worst tasting food, but a satisfying dump at this stage, solely off of recency bias. Thanks for nothing. (laughs) Hesper.
1: Yeah, that's why I usually pack uh, activated charcoal with me whenever I go anywhere in
0: case. God, well, uh, that that podcast, again, it's just me talking about the trip, that podcast Um covers a lot of different things that I would do differently if I were to go back over uh, there, there's a decent there was a good learning experience in a lot of ways I'm
1: surprised you took a discover card with you over there I would have at oh, least one with a okay, visa so I don't want
0: to I don't want to get into that too much but literally none of my cards works my my bank debit card which is a visa or my discover card discover card on their website claims that they have a high merchant acceptance rate in Finland that is a fucking lie <laughs> <laughs> Not a single machine anywhere would accept my card in Finland.
1: Oh man, so, I was going um, if I was going out with Askini, would ask Kino, I'd be like, "Hey, what what cards do you guys do you guys accept Discover?" Like,
0: ask I a just tr- I trusted the website, and that was my mistake. So
1: there mm-hmm. you go.
0: And. From good friend of the show, Piney, who was nearly on a podcast. Before I left, we nearly did too many uh, podcasts. with just Piney asking questions, but Endo's internet wasn't back yet. Eventually, we'll get to that. What a question this is. Would you rather have the ability to Freaky Friday anyone, but the entire time the person you switch with is in your body, they have unending diarrhea? Or have the ability to fly but you have to watch Star Wars Episode 1 twice in a row every time you wake up. So option one, you can switch bodies with anybody, but the entire time, the person you switch with, so if you and I switched bodies, you were in my body, you would have diarrhea the entire time, which really means I would have diarrhea. I wouldn't be experiencing it, but I would have diarrhea. Or... We can fly, but you have to watch episode one two times in a row. You have to watch it back to back before you can do anything else. Now, the Phantom Menace is how long of a film? (laughs) That's the real question. Uh, The Phantom Menace is why can't I find how long this movie is? It shouldn't be that difficult to find, right? Jesus, you we were like two and a half hours. Episode one runtime. Oh, my God. Come on. Star Wars episode one runtime. Two hours and 16 minutes. Oof. So every time you start your day, it's a four hour commitment.
1: Here's the thing, though. Like, you didn't say what? it has to be at regular speed. I could just run a shit post video where it's just running at like fucking 10 seconds. I was going to say yeah
0: are you allowed to manipulate it like it, it says you have yeah. to watch it twice in a row but can I play it at like 16 times the speed?
1: Can we just make it all the jar jar bits?
0: I mean that's essentially Another what way- he's asking. It's like he you, Yeah. You know, you're not watching episode 1 as a punishment for the Darth Maul moments. Like you're watching it for all the jar jar stuff. Oh, Misa. I I would I would take the freaky Friday option. Because I'm not the one with diarrhea.
1: Right, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, I ain't shitting out my ass. It's it's not me-me, it's the problem,
0: though, becomes when you switch back to your body, right, is you don't know what the other person was doing.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I don't want it. No. Oh. So
0: I would still take the diarrhea unless I can short change the idea of watching episode one. In fast forward, he didn't say anything about not. You know what? He didn't say anything about not being able to watch it in fast forward. Yeah, he didn't say that. So you could watch that in 64 times speed be done in 10 minutes and then you have the ability to fly. Which is dope. I'm gonna go with yeah, the episode the, one. The, the
1: fucking FCC or like the FAA will just come knocking at my door. Like you cannot fly. Like bro, if I if I fly a drone like 50 feet in the air, they I get complaints. A fucking drone. Is he a black man flying in the sky? They're gonna shoot that shit down faster <laughs> than fucking anything ever in the world.
0: We'll move on to some hockey again, as always. The Discord, the link is there. Video-wise, audio-wise, you can find it in the description. Let's get into talking about some hockey. Now, obviously, there are some things that happened over a week ago while I was gone that aren't really relevant anymore, like the Evgeny Dadnoff trade. Oh, shocker, they ended up trading him. I can't believe it. Um, although certain Montreal writers trying to downplay Shea Weber's effect on the team was uh, was pretty funny. It was, a, it was a good time. God,
1: Montreal media... It's like we Good. love him when you're here but when you're gone that Galis Tabarnak he did nothing for the team just absolute
0: cap lord ha you got to get those outrage clicks and it works every uh, time it does just, work they're just
1: mad like fucking cope buddy you almost <laughs> ran your goalie out of town you ran your goalie to the point that he literally is broken
0: in terms of other things going on though um, I mean, Evgeny Dadunov, former Ottawa Senator. The Sens are oh. closing in on talks for a new arena. Imagine hmm. the uh, LeBreton Flats conversation is back on the menu. The Sens won a bid for a downtown arena. Very similar situation to the Coyotes, where their arena was in a horrible fucking location and the team will do significantly better if they get the arena into that point. Again, though, I think this kind of lends the conversation to Eugene Melnick's complicated legacy. Because it certainly looked like any conversation involving the Sens getting this LeBreton Flats deal was done. And then Eugene passes away, and all of a sudden, hey, let's make a deal here. That doesn't... It doesn't look good for, for Melnick's legacy. And again, we talked about that when he passed. You know, yeah. it's a shame he passed away as young as he did. He did a lot of good charitable stuff. He saved the Sens in the first place. But in terms of the future of the Sens and the struggles that that team has had over the past five to ten years. Yes, they made an Eastern Conference final. But aside from that, We're a in team. terms of forward progress in, those, in that last decade span they were being held back by Eugene Melnick. And it looks like if this arena deal works out, they're going to be able to, you know, secure their long-term future in Ottawa, which is great. You know, I think, you know, you talk about any NHL team, any Canadian NHL team that had the chance to move. uh, You know, I get that Winnipeg has a smaller arena, but I think everyone was looking at Ottawa as probably the team that you would say, okay, they're the most likely to move. And I think that'd be a shame. I think, NHL hockey should be in Ottawa and it looks like they're that much closer to truly securing that instead of like any conversation about Quebec city or something like that. So yeah, good news. Yeah. I always say that um, with the (laughs) way
1: that the, uh, the Ottawa people have rallied around the 67s and the OHL um, Mm -hmm. like they, they deserve, they deserve an NHL franchise. Granted it's been a complicated past decade. With being like, oh, we're there. We're we're not. Oh, we're nowhere near. And just that kind of thing. It's 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 good to see them get that arena. I had someone in my chat, uh, lovely Super Sen, uh, passionate Senators fan, saying how this deal is amazing. And he's like, I found oh, I was gonna cry, and I found said, I'm like, this is like them saying they have the bid. Is it's great, but until I see a shovel. A pickaxe or something in the actual LeBreton Flats, getting done. There, there is no progress on this deal I until it's it like until there, there are feet on the ground working on that. Yeah. There, there is no arena.
0: I think that's fair. At the very least, too, it only adds like a half an hour worth of travel time for uh, Leafs fans to go there
1: <laughs> to still yeah. pack
0: the arena for the most part.
1: Now it's on the but, highway. Another thing too was um, he was talking about uh, how. Uh, parking tickets were, like, were expensive, but the chi- the t- t- tickets were cheap. Like, what would you rather the tickets be super... Would you rather the tickets be cheap and parking super expensive in of tickets being super expensive and parking cheap? They're still making their money either way if they offset the price. It's just yeah. that one of them's up front. One of them's already done with.
0: Fair enough. So, Suns fans, congrats on the potential W. And to my fellow Bruins fans... We have hope there is light at the end of this tunnel, potentially. Now, there are reports from the likes of Joe McDonald, I believe with the Worcester Times, Steve Conroy, I believe also the Boston Herald, you know, trumpeting kind of the same story that they are hearing that Patrice Bergeron is likely coming back, at least on a one-year deal. I'm not, I'm not going to overly celebrate yet, but that's a good start, unfortunately, Even if he does come back, it is confirmed that they have interviewed former Rangers head coach, David Quinn and Jay Leach, who I believe has been the Providence Bruins head coach for their potential head coaching position. Because as happened when I was in Finland, Bruce Cassidy, of course fired. And now the head coach of the Vegas golden Knights. (laughs) That feels like that announcement happened three weeks ago. Like I haven't had a chance to talk about it. I mean, good for the golden Knights. I mean, you know we'll kind of talk about some of the other coaching changes that have happened a little bit later on but yeah i'm i'm still a little bit anxious about the the potential for the bruins will have as their head coach moving forward it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a scary scary thing a little bit a little bit i will say though wendo there's something i left off of our little run sheet do you know what today is
1: the 25th of june 2020
0: Two? No, it's the twenty fourth. Oh,
1: today oh, is no, today
0: is our anniversary, buddy. What do you mean? It's a, it's our anniversary. On this day, in two thousand six, something happened.
1: No. Do you know what no. happened, sir? No. Fuck you. Fuck you. No. No. Oh no, is this the fucking no, is this the trade? Is this the, the the fucking believe in Justin Pogey trade? Oh no.
0: no Happy Anniversary Happy Anniversary
1: Oh no On future. this day in
0: two thousand six Rask for Raycroft went down, everybody.
1: Was that just oh. a one for one? Yeah. It was a one for one we didn't even get anything. Andrew Raycroft like died like upon entry inside Air Canada Center
0: like he Mm. hopped
1: on the ice it's like yeah there goes my career god damn it (laughs) fucking Matt Sundin became the lead goal scorer for this
0: oh god from an ESPN article in 2006 the Boston Bruins traded goalie Andrew Raycroft on Saturday to the Toronto Maple Leafs for rights to goalie prospect to Rask. Raycroft won the Calder in 2004, uh, but last season the 26-year-old uh, played poorly to start the season and was hampered by a right knee injury. The emergence of rookie Hanu Toivonen and the play of Tim Thomas made Raycroft expendable. Quote, the blame probably lies somewhere in the middle, said Bruins interim GM Jeff Gorton, who, of course, now is with Montreal. Uh, Might have. I mean, it worked out with Shirelli winning the cup, but man, the Bruins held on to Jeff Gorton, who was at the NHL draft in Vancouver. It just didn't work out. The year didn't go the way he wanted or we wanted. I think it got to Andrew, to be quite honest. I think the situation got to him. I think the trade of Joe Thornton got to him. I think a lot of things got to him. The 19-year-old Rask was from Finland, was Toronto's first round pick, 21st overall last year, but has not played yet in North America. The Leafs were looking for goaltending help because they aren't expected to exercise a contract option for next year on 41-year-old Ed Belfour, whose off-injured <coughs> back required surgery. <laughs> From John Ferguson Jr., Leafs GM, we're really pleased with the situation with our goaltending right now. It's an area we oh, thought yeah? we needed to address, and we've done
1: that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did? <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, first of all,
1: um, Leafs uh, management, have you not learned to never trade for a goalie with a with a lower body injury? <laughs> <laughs> Who has a history of lower body injuries? Come on now!
0: You know the Come final on. quote I, from from John Ferguson Jr. to end this article was this: yeah, sure. "We know he's going to be really excited to be a part of the organization, and we're really excited to have him." We got a 26-year-old goalie with a tremendous future in front of him as well. (laughs) I loved Andrew Raycroft. But really, that trade was one of the biggest Leafs thing to ever happen. Raycroft played less than two seasons as a Leaf. 72 games in 06-07 and then 19 games in... 07 08 and that was it
1: what happened after that he just went the fuck he went the fuck off
0: uh 0809 he played 31 games with the abs which i don't remember at all is him yeah. him as a member of the avalanche 09 10 21 appearances with vancouver and then between 2010 and 2012 he had 29 appearances with the dallas stars to end his career he,
1: he was literally a nothing burger
0: yeah, career yeah. career nine hundred save percentage with a two eight nine goals against and a losing record. Like he was a he was a what fifth if, round he was a fifth round pick in ninety eight. Like he did pretty that's, well. That's
1: successful for a goalie. yeah like you won the
0: Calder yeah, as a fifth round pick. <laughs> like he did way better than most fifth round picks will ever ever do. But holy hell,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh we retrospect, it's just just
0: yeah. fucking on. So happy anniversary, Ooh. Leafs fans. But speaking of the Calder trophy, uh there were some award winners as well in the past week, none of which I would say were surprising Endo. You had Igor Shisterkin winning the Vesna, because of course, yeah. of course. uh Mo Sider won the Calder, because of course yeah. Um Although yeah, and we'll get to this. Kale McCarr won the Norris over Roman Yossi, which created mm-hmm. an interesting debate because Yossi obviously led in points, but a lot of people being like, well, his defense. And, you know, that lends, I think, further towards the conversation of all-around defensemen and top offensive defensemen, different awards. And then Austin Matthews won the Hart and the Ted Lindsay, which I can't really disagree with any of these awards. I think the the more interesting thing is, like, what, you know, reporters and writers... Which one's just fucking galaxy brain this and left certain people off of their uh, off of their ballots. But this has happened for years and years and years. Right. Like there was that Montreal writer, that infamous story in what, 2003, where they voted for Jose Theodore to win. And completely left Jerome Ginlaw off of the ballot. And had they even like placed again, anywhere in the top 10 or some shit like that, Iggy would have won the heart. Like, you always have examples of, just again, the proper term is people galaxy-braining these award voting and honestly showing quite a bit of bias at the same time. But for these particular awards, I I can't really disagree.
1: Oh, man. I remember hearing something about Craig Button's fucking, uh, uh, TSN, uh, his, uh is ballot voting for this, and it was apparently super, like, it was super fucked. Like, it was... I can't remember what it was, but it was something really, really super, super obscure. He had, like, Matthew's, like, fourth or whatever for the heart. Everyone's like, are you, like, what? Are you just trying to get attention?
0: Yes. Yeah, that's that's basically what it is. Again, you gotta get those rage clicks, and it's all... It's all self-marketing, essentially. Like, that idea of... Ooh, I know I'll get a lot of clicks on this article as I explain why I don't think Austin Matthews was a (gasps) top-two candidate, you know?
1: Oh, man. What'd you find? Uh, So apparently, I'm reading here, Craig Button didn't have uh, Austin Matthews anywhere near top three. He had top five. Top five. Mm.
0: I I don't know how you do that a tough call. That's
1: rude.
0: I mentioned as well some of the other coaching changes that were out there. First and foremost, John Tortorella is the new head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers.
1: Okay, I didn't like this one at first, uh, but then I realized that Tortorella is a firehead, and Philadelphia is fucking Philadelphia, so he'll fit in like really well with the people, but I think that's just the, 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 the wrong coach at the wrong time. I think what's going to happen is that team's going to go for another wild card spot and not realize they have to get like a, a few more pieces into the repertoire.
0: I don't know what to make of this, but I am excited because if it goes <laughs> poorly, it's going to go so poorly. Like that's <laughs> the exciting aspect of this. Like we are already, he just it's like a it's like a race. You know, it's a it's a running start at the Daytona 500. And before he even crosses the starting line, you can see it wobbling. That car is fucking swaying side to side. And it's like, are they going to be able to figure this out? Or are they going to crash and burn very quickly after starting this thing?
1: <laughs> the situation not- is just like Danica Patrick's record in fucking NASCAR. <laughs> Shaky. Thing. And it's going to crash. <laughs>
0: oh God, Danica Patrick! What is she up to nowadays? That's the uh, yeah. She See, I know my a- NASCAR a little bit. Yeah. yeah,
1: you'd be surprised, honestly. First game I ever played NASCAR Thunder 2003.
0: Well, Best game. She has a she has a podcast. That's cool. And is talking about F1 extending their uh, relationship with ESPN, which is cool as shit. Keep it commercial awesome. free, though, please. Keep a commercial-free.
1: <laughs> Hamilton's going around the it. corner! Hamilton's going up! Buy my burger. <laughs> or wherever the fuck. Just right through. <laughs> he missed one of the best passes. It's like, oh, you could have missed the best pass of the season! Oh, it's great! It's like, yeah. <laughs> Can, yeah. Fucking look at this Hardy's fucking commercial. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes Lewis Hamilton
0: into the corner!
1: <laughs> if you like a big Ram steak... <laughs> You might like yourself on a big-ass 4-150. Built for tough. <laughs> Nothing
0: says manly like taking your medications that we advertise to you on the television. Did you know that we're like the only nation that lets us do that? That's fucking crazy. Ford tough.
1: Ask, <laughs> ask your doctor if, if this bullshit's right for you. Side effects may include death. Dying.
0: Yeah, basically. several deaths. Side effects, man, include <laughs> death, diarrhea, <laughs> extreme diarrhea, diarrhea resulting in death, death, <laughs> <Like>.
1: depression, anxiety,
0: <laughs> the
1: condition known as hot dog fingers. Oh,
0: oh man. Man. god! Just that was one of my favorite parts about being in Canada. I didn't, I didn't get to watch any Finnish television, unfortunately. That was one of my favorite parts about my uh, visit to Vancouver was just not seeing pills advertised to me every 10 minutes.
1: Oh, my God. I think my favorite there. is, um, like, it's like uh, <laughs> the lawyer commercials were like, hey, you, you, like, bent over in a car and, like, flipped over backwards and fell on top of a semi truck. I'm Jason Statham come come with me and i'll i'll make sure you can fight your claim. We you won't pay a cent, a dollar, a dime, but when it comes to you're going to be paying with your time. Call call me now and secure yourself the future cuz it's great. All these office right now. Good lines are standing by. Like like what, what are you supposed to do? Like do i call the number? Like
0: Paul Maurice is the new head coach in Florida. <laughs> replacing oh, man. He really took a Andy Brunette, and like... who was the interim after uh, some douche with a mustache got fired. Um, I don't know what he to make butter. of this. Like, it, it, there's no denying Paul Murray or you know, uh, Andrew Brunette was outcoached by John Cooper when Damn. the Panthers were swept by the Lightning. Paul Maurice provides a hell of a lot of experience. There's no denying that. I just, I don't know what to make of this because they are in a very important spot now are the Panthers where you got to kind of keep the ball rolling and make the most of this opportunity that this core provides you. Right. I, I'm just, I'm intrigued. I, I don't know what to make of whether or not Paul Maurice is the, uh, is the guy or not. But, dude, the guy has been coaching in the NHL for almost as long as I've been alive, subsequently, for longer than you have been alive. Yep. And he's only 55.
1: That it's is insanity. insane. Mm-hmm. That, that's insane. He, he, he's like 22 years old as a coach, basically.
0: Uh, Yeah, he was hired for his first job at, well, 28. So yeah, born in 1967 and hired at the end of 95 by the Hartford Whalers. He coached the Hartford Whalers. So yeah, I I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm intrigued to see what happens. Certainly. Um one of the more interesting ones, but also like kind of more of a, a safe bet, I would say. Uh, wanted to mention this too. The AHLs, Coachella Valley Firebirds. The Seattle Kraken's AHL affiliate will be coached by former Penguins and Sabres head coach, Dan Bilesma. Duck's head coach, too, wasn't he? Like He, yeah. he bounced around yeah. a lot.
1: Wasn't Bilesma also a part of the Leafs at one point?
0: Uh, he might have been. So NHL coaching record, Penguins coach, Sabres coach. I think he was an assistant he was definitely with the Ducks back in the day. And he might have been with the Leafs. He had been with the Red Wings as well. Like, he's bounced around a decent amount. So, I, I'm i intrigued to see if he gets... Uh, if this turns into another NHL coaching opportunity. Because I wouldn't be surprised. This is his first head coaching job in like five years. Since getting yeah. fired from Buffalo. He was only a Buffalo for two years as well. But those were... Obviously, just horrible, horrible years for the Sabres. Um, Peter DeBoer is going to be the head coach in Dallas. So congratulations on your conference final run and then absolutely nothing. I fail to see how this will provide any sort of solution for Dallas. I just don't see it. I don't, I, I don't buy into like any form of, of Peter DeBoer hype whatsoever. Like I, I get it. You know, he went to, he, yeah, he did. He was a part of the, he helped New Jersey get to the cup final when they lost to LA. Mm
1: -hmm. Right.
0: And yeah, got San Jose to a cup final as well, but I don't know. Like he, you know, like you could say in a sense the pedigree is there with the exception of winning, but I look at Peter DeBoer, and I'm like, Cool, kinda glad he's not the Bruins coach. And I don't know if I'm right to feel that way or not, but that's how I feel.
1: That's fair, honestly. I, I sometimes I I just I just love the the constant carousel of coaches in the NHL. Like
0: well you know so it's like how- oh <laughs> You notice how I haven't named a a new coach. Like, oh, yeah, here's a guy coming over from Finland. Here's the guy coming over. Now, here's a guy. uh, You know, here's this first-time NCAA coach call-up. Like, no, it's it's all the same dudes. With the exception of today's coaching news. Former NHLer and assistant coach with Montreal since 2018, Luke Richardson, expected to be named Chicago's new head coach. Uh, he's go. been an assistant in the NHL on and off since 2009. So cool for him to get a shot, at least like he did pretty well as a fill in for Dom Ducharme when Ducharme was uh, unable to stand behind the bench during the Habs Cup run cup run. I mean, they didn't win it, but right. yeah, he was behind the bench at that moment um, and honestly looked to do pretty damn well. So I'm not surprised someone else gave him the opportunity once Martin St. Louis kind of stepped in and, and took that head coaching spot in Montreal. Not at all. And then more Canadian news. Barry Trotz has turned down the Winnipeg Jets and will be taking time off from coaching. Heartbreaking for the Jets. Because I think if you get Barry Trotz, it does kind of set the team up as, yeah, we're going to keep trying to be competitive. And now, I I could easily see that team kind of tearing shit down. Like, do you try to move on from Blake Wheeler if you can? There's already been a lot of talk about Mark Shifley, Pierre-Luc Dubois, like two years in advance, puts it out there that he's going to test the free agent market. Once his RFA years are up, the fuck Wait, was up with what? that? Yeah, two years in advance. He's not he's an RFA right now without a deal. So basically he's saying I will sign a two year deal and then after that I'm testing free agency. I won't sign another deal beyond that. So I have that is wow. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what to make of that whatsoever. I've never heard of someone two years in advance being like, "Yeah, I'm going to test free agency when the contract I haven't even signed yet is ultimately signed." That is Incr- wild. In- that- incredibly weird.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking at that that lineup right now. I'm like, that's that's ultimately betting on yourself right there. That's absolutely being like, you know what? I'm betting on on me. Only me. Brave. And it might blast you in the face.
0: And then the final thing we wanted to talk about here on this podcast. Stanley Cup Final. Which has already seen four games completed. (laughs) This Finland trip for the sake of, you know, following up with the Stanley Cup Final. It completely disrupted everything. I have, you know, I had to watch the highlights for the first 3 games in Finland. I was able to watch game 4 here. Um, obviously the Abs are up 3 to 1 and endo by the time a lot of people are here in this game 5 could be done and dusted. Number 1 it's tough to argue that, you know, it's an undeserved 3 to 1 series lead. I think any offside talk or whatever from game 4 who gives a shit. Again, you know my stance yeah. at this point. Like, oh, if it wasn't, was it a missed call? Was it not? Who the fuck knows? The goal with the goalie's helmet being off. Like, again, it's the NHL rules. Whatever. Who cares? Do the abs win the cup tonight at home?
1: I think they do it. I don't know. I, I think there's just too much there's too much like momentum on their side. Mm. They're just cruising through. That team... You can tell that they want... You say, like oh, they want it more. It's a cop-out. But you can tell that that team definitely wants it and it's their time to get their moment. The three-peat would have been amazing. It would have been mm-hmm. a great storybook, like completely cementing a, without a doubt, dynasty. Because right now, I think even without this third cup, that, that Tampa Bay team is a dynasty. To do it not only during the pandemic, but then after the pandemic and to go for a three... I don't know. Uh, I think Cale McCarr is playing outstanding as well. He's being that guy that is going to definitely get paid for sure. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to do when it comes to comes to the, the matchup with the money. Is he going to take a team friendly deal? I think he's going to take a team friendly deal. I think everyone on that goddamn franchise is taking a team friendly deal because that is
0: just well, McCarr a did unit. just resign. Oh shit! Like did. A lot of- yeah, so he's actually on the second year of a six-year deal at $9 bucks.
1: Yeah, that's Which I feel steal. like a lot
0: of people are forgetting. But yeah, tr- trust me, I had to look that up too. Um, his ELC expired at the end of the 2021 season. Anytime a mistake is made like that in regards to contracts, where it's like, oh shit, that happened, I forgive anybody. And I feel like people listening or watching should too. Because let's be honest, the COVID years fucked up sense of time for all of us. But yeah, Cal McCarr has been around for that long. He is signed to $9 million a year until 2027. And he is going to win the Con Smythe if they win the cup tonight. Hands down. The only guy I can really think that measures up is Miko Rantanen. It has to be Cal McCarr easily.
1: Uh huh, 100%. Okay, so I just looked something up really, really quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, I wonder what Colorado's cap hit is right now. Fairly quarter the Cap Friendly, it's like 60, $56 million.
0: Uh, I think that's because Cap Friendly has uh, adjusted their site to next year already. So that's oh, not fair. That, okay. yeah. yeah. So
1: that's like, holy uh, shit.
0: Yeah. So it's like right <laughs> now, if you look on a, a team's depth chart, it'll show like for Colorado, no contract for the Chushkin, Lekin, and Kadri, so on and so forth. So, yeah. Yeah. The one thing I wanted to ask like, you, though, first and foremost, I'm hoping the ABS win tonight because if the Bruins aren't playing in the Cup Final, I always hope the home you know, team wins at home because it's an incredible, incredible thing. Like, watch the LA Kings winning the Cup on home ice against the New York Rangers. You can be sad for Henrik Lundqvist. That's a fucking awesome moment. A team winning the mm-hmm. Cup at home, it's incredible. The question, though, first and foremost, I wanted to say, uh, as long as Colorado doesn't win in Tampa... Because I will not be... They have the worst road uniform, the worst jersey in the NHL. The the worst consistently worn jersey in the NHL is Colorado's current road setup with the fucked up numbers and the blue pants. It works for home jersey. It's the worst jersey in the NHL right now. Give me New Jersey's jersey jersey over that abomination of a road jersey for Colorado. Absolutely butchered. (laughs) how good that road jersey looked but i was gonna ask like i said i think kale mccarr is a shoeman for the con Smythe, the 23 years old yep. who gets the cup like nathan mckinnon is probably the favorite like obviously landis is captain right does it go to mckinnon or does it go to either eric or jack johnson <laughs> I feel like Jack it has Johnson. to be one of those three.
1: Jack Johnson gets a cup first.
0: I want it <laughs> to happen. I want oh, a 35-year-old just graduated from college, Jack Johnson. Give him Wait, the cup what? first. Yeah. Yeah, He just uh, he just graduated from the University of Michigan.
1: Probably online courses. I could not like imagine that. Yeah, He that, just
0: like... earned his general studies degree. I mean, no shit could the college with the way his General's, fucking That's just are, attending.
1: That's that's, a te- that's not that's not even specializing in anything. It's just like it's like a high school diploma. <laughs> I'm not going to discredit it, but like
0: it like, took that man not, 18 years goddammit. <laughs> celebrate <'em>.
1: 18 years. <laughs> you got one of your kids got you for 18. Years. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, damn. Okay, back on track. But so, I, I don't know who they're going to give it to. Darren Helm.
0: Now, See, I thought that too because he's been incredible in the playoffs. But didn't he – did he win a cup in Detroit? Yeah. Was he like a rookie around that time? Yeah, he did. He Yeah, he has already won a Stanley Cup. He won one with Detroit in like his rookie season, which is ridiculous. So, I don't know. I think it'll go to McKinnon, but give it to Jack Johnson. Let the man celebrate. He's earned it. Endo Mills. <laughs> Give
1: it to <the> Kadri.
0: <laughs> I agree. I agree. Give it to Nazim Kadri. He takes off his jersey with a shirt that's just Jordan Biddington's face. Let's make this happen. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Endo Mills, it was good to be back with the podcast. Yeah,
1: glad, to- glad for you to be back here. Welcome home
0: yeah so the podcast everybody will still be two a week until further notice and then obviously in the summer we'll go down to one a week especially once the news starts to die down i think free agency starts on like july 13th or some shit like that so we got like two maybe three weeks left of two a weeks and then we'll settle things down but for now we will end it there endo mills what do you have going on sir
1: um, actually in the process of, um, I remember I talked about it before, uh, that YouTube series I was looking to do, uh, called magic man, where it's me playing, be a pro using your beautiful trade deadline sliders, uh, trade deadline roster. Sorry. Uh, using, uh, what's it called? Like max simulation or whatever the fuck it's called like true bro- true simulation, uh, sliders, but what injuries turn like one. Cause without that, like you're going to get rocked. Like, that's, mm. like, 5'7", 2'19", like because that way you get that stability, you can still hit people, but yet you're still at that speed and you're still solid. Uh, so the whole point of that is you cannot just score random wrist shots. It has to be something, like, relatively authentic. Uh, like, if there's, like, a sick passing play or if I, I deep through an entire fucking team, like, that works. Um, mm. And it has been impossible because I picked uh, Arizona as my team. <laughs> because in order for custom rosters to work, you have to start an NHL franchise. So I mm-hmm. said, yeah, I'll start on Arizona. So far, I'm a point per game. <laughs> it's been three games so far. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be cut down and put on the YouTube. Uh, kind of a different, like a retrospective kind of style. Uh, but, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh, you can watch me almost every day on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Mills. That's me.
0: There you go. Again, a reminder, everybody, as well. Um, this Saturday, Charity Stream. Stop by going to be playing some NHL franchise during that event. More details are on my pinned tweet on the Twitters and then heading into next week, a whole lot of formula one as F one 22 comes out. I'm pumped. I'm going to play the ever loving hell out of this game. The solo, my team, the two player career mode with Deke Slayer should be happening again. Pumped for that. Um, and at this point, everybody, all I can say is just, hey, try your best to enjoy the weekend. Try your best to enjoy the weekend. Check out game five tonight. We'll see if we've caught our final hockey game until the fall. I, know, I think we're good. I think we're out of here. Yeah. maybe I
1: awesome. have something to say. Um, sure do. WWE 2K22 was just announced Doink the Clown. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. Doink the Clown.
0: Well, then so screw that one So we're going go
1: to the, you go back to 2K22 with Chris O'Jarek.
0: <laughs> Doink the Clown the dream is winning real. all the titles. Let's do this. <laughs> God. Now i got to find a way to make Doink the Clown the episode title. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>